Welcome to the Gap Church Podcast, where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Please enjoy this week's message. Can we give a hand clap for ourselves? Come on, for yourself. Come on. I don't know why y'all are here this morning, but I'm glad that you are here. Whatever reason you came here for, maybe because you've missed church in the past three weeks, well, welcome. (laughs) Maybe because you've just been a church kid all your life, and so... If you don't go to church, something just feels weird. Welcome. Um, or maybe um, it's your first time, whatever the situation is. Thank you for joining the Gap Church this afternoon. This is the Gap Church where we're filling the gap through freedom and the truth. Amen. Um, and, and I'm super excited. My name is uh, David Oluwadara-Potusin, and I am a leader here at the Gap Church, a servant leader. And I am super excited uh, that I have the privilege to share a word with everyone this afternoon. I'm super excited because um, we... Uh, we had an amazing week last week, right? Um, I want to shout out my sister Lolade last week for uh, <laughs> for really um, for really I think for for really setting a lot of people free. God really used her um, to set a lot of people free last week. Such a vulnerable message. If you haven't listened to it, uh, the message was broken vessels. Who was here for that? And it was great. It was yeah. I was about to say it was it was amazing. And so. Um, really amazing. I think that it really prepped us for this new series that we're in. If you were here earlier, um, or you, yeah, if you are here earlier during the announcements, you should know what our new series is. It's Possessing the Land. Can we make some noise for that? We're starting a new series today, Possessing the Land. Can, we, can everybody say Possessing the Land? Possessing the Land? Possessing the Land? All right, cool. Um, so I'm super excited because we are stepping into a new season here at the Gap Church. Um, like I said in the first service, we always tend to kind of coast, coast to the end of the year. But this year, there's no breaks. <laughs> there's no breaks. So we are, we are, we are, we are going strong to the end. Um, we are, um, to, in order to fill the gap, there's no such thing as um, coasting. We keep on going. Uh, there's multiple gaps to fill. Amen? And so I won't waste our time. Um, I'll get right into it. I want us to open our Bibles to Deuteronomy 1.8. Deuteronomy 1.8. Deuteronomy 1.8, when it's on the screen, say, it's on the screen. Perfect, perfect. That'll save some people some time. Um, so Deuteronomy 1.8, uh, this is basically kind of like the anchor scripture for this series. Um, also, Possessing the Land is also the title of our fast, our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Can we make some noise for that? Which starts tomorrow. And so this is kind of the anchor scripture for, for possessing the land. So Deuteronomy 1a, it says, see, this is Moses speaking to uh, the people of Israel. See, I have set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give to them and the descendants after them. Bless the reading of the word. This is a prayer for many of us. And I want us to look at this scripture as a prayer. Um, and repeat after me because we're going to pray this prayer because this, this is not just a reference scripture for possessing the land. It is a prayer. So, it's, uh, so we're going to make this personal. So we're going to repeat after me. See, I have set the land before. Now say your name. David Oluwadara. Go in and possess the land. Say your name. Dara. Which the Lord swore to your generations. Y'all hear that? It's simple. God is saying to all of us that we are going to go into the land that he has promised us. We are going to possess. 
and we're going to possess every single land that he has promised us. And for those who are like, what if he hasn't promised me anything? I'll say this. You can say that scripture and say, again and say, go in and possess the land which the Lord is going to swear to you and your generations. Amen? So, possessing the land, give us some, some straight context. If we don't understand uh, what possession means, we won't understand what possessing means. So, uh, possession, right, right, possession. And so, possession is very simple. It has two definitions. Number one, possession is the state of having, owning, or controlling something. The state of having, owning, or controlling something. Number two, possession is an item of property, something belonging to one. An item of property, something belonging to one. And so in, if you don't understand what possession is, right, uh, then you won't understand what possessing means, right? And so if possession is the state of having, owning, and controlling something, possessing means that you are trying to have, own, or control something, right? Um, uh, that's what that means. And so basically this series and, and this 21 days of prayer and fasting, there are some things that we don't necessarily have yet, there's some things that we don't necessarily own yet, but they have our name on it. Amen. And there's some things that we don't necessarily have control of, but this is why we are going to possess it. And we're going to be possessing in the next 21 days. And possessing is not just for the next 21 days, but it's a lifestyle. Amen. Right? So cool. I want to start from the very beginning because right off the bat, there's no point of talking about possessing the land if we do not talk about a promise that comes with possessing. Without a word being spoken, there's no reason to possess. I'll give you understanding. Um, in, in, in Scripture, Genesis 12, 1 to 3, we see um, a man by the name of Abraham. A lot of, a lot of us know Abraham, right? Father Abraham, how many? Right? Cool. You already know. Abraham's blessings are mine, you know, right? Genesis 12, 1 to 3, let's open that Scripture. We see a, a man by the name of Abraham. Um, until this point, before this point, there is no, there is nothing really to talk about Abram. We kind of know a little bit about his family, but what happens is that there's a word that is spoken that changes the course of, of his life. And that's a prayer for a few people in here that God, let there be a word spoken that changes the, the course of my life. Amen. And so Genesis 12, 1 to 3 says, now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and your father's house to a land that I will show you, verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Verse 3, I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse him who curses you. And in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Amen. I don't know who this is for, but the reality is this. Some of us, this is a quick one, quick, quick pivot. Some of us, we have, to, we have been walking trying to figure out, what is the investment that God has in my life? And I'm praying that in these next 21 days, God is going to speak a word to you. Because the reality is this. It's hard for you to think, is there anything good going to happen with me if there hasn't been a word spoken to you, right? Imagine Abraham or Abram at the time walking around with a barren wife, following his father around, playing with his nephew Lot, was just a regular man until God spoke a word upon him. And so a regular man now became potentially a father to many nations. And I believe in the next 21 days that yes, you regular OU, something is going to birth out of you once the word is spoken. Amen. So the promise, 
the power of a word being spoken, the power of a word being spoken. Uh, Proverbs 18, 21, it says, uh, uh, there is death and life in the power of the tongue. We know the scripture, right? So that means that our tongue has a power, what? To produce and create life, but also to tear down and cause death. The power of words. And so, how does this, how does this relate with us? Because I want you to know that it's not just about a word being spoken, because this thing, we can speak many words, but once the word is spoken and paired with spirit, it is now almost like a covenant. It's almost like a tie. I remember there was a time when I was in high school, I, I, I wasn't the best in high school at all, trust me, um, I'm not to brag about, um, but I remember there was this teacher I had who was so insensitive, so racist um so um <laughs> um but he was very insensitive and very like very like wow you know and so um I'm Nigerian of course and uh not of course but I'm Nigerian and so he assumed that I was um from here like I was African-American um and for me as a Nigerian I want to be very bold in who I am like I, I want you to know that I'm Nigerian like that's how I am and so he would always give me <laughs> he would always give me um give me projects, like it was a, it was a, it was an AP geography class, um, and he would always give me, it was a, it was an AP, yeah, AP geography, something like that, yeah, or AP history, he would always give me, like, uh, assignments, like, oh, go do some research on Emancipation Proclamation, you should know what this is, and I'm like, I don't, <laughs> I don't even know anything about this country, really, <laughs> I'm just coasting, <laughs> you know, um, and so, and I remember there was one day, um, at the time, I was, I, I had applied to, um, my, my biggest school that I wanted to go to, um, the school that I had, was like my number one school at the time, and I, and I actually did get accepted into, was Rutgers University in New Jersey. Um, amazing school. Still love it. I'm alumni by association, I guess. <laughs> um, but I remember, I, I remember I came to class, and, and I told and I was like, oh, he's like, oh, are you going to college? I was like, yeah. I was like, I'm going to Rutgers University. He's like, you? You can never get into a school like that. He said that. You can never get into a school like that. And... When he said that, because I'm painting a picture for us when it comes to possessing the land, a word was spoken to me. And so what happened is my reaction to the word that was spoken to me, oh, I was angry. Because what I told myself from that very moment is that, you know what? We're going to wage warfare on this war. We're going to wage some warfare on this word. He wasn't even just saying that I, 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 I couldn't get to that universe. He was saying that I don't even belong in college. And so the word that was spoken to me, even at my young age, I decided that, you know, because this word has been spoken to me, a lot of things have heard it. And, of course, uh, 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 as a man thinketh, so he is. And so I decided that from that moment, I'm going to wage warfare on the word and make sure I go to college and make sure I, I kill it. And that's what I did. And so I'm painting this picture because I want us to realize when it comes to possessing the land, it starts from a word. It starts from a word. There has to be a promise or something being spoken. And so in the scripture, we see uh, Elijah, because I want you to, to, to have a brief context of how powerful words can be and how it can affect many people and how it is affecting us today. In scripture, in a, uh, I think in a, um, Kings or 1 Kings 17, I think that's what I have here. Yeah, 1 Kings 17. Uh, we see Elijah, he speaks upon a nation, and he says that there's not going to be any water. 
in this nation. Basically, he's proclaiming a drought upon the nation. And when I was reading scripture, I was thinking to myself that imagine if there's people in that land that traveled and moved all their belongings to that land because of the nature of the rain and the farming and crops. And imagine it stops raining and they're wondering why did it stop raining only to realize that there was a word that was spoken that is now affecting them. You see, I want us to come to an agreement and realize in this season, we are going to go against every single word impacting our lives, spoken for our good and spoken against us. Amen? This is what possessing the land means. It means we're addressing every word spoken upon our families, right? Every word spoken upon the jobs that we want, every word spoken upon our degrees, every word that's been spoken from us as a child, And we're going to address every single word because here's the thing, the words have power. The words have power. We're going to have to do some deep deep digging in this season. I I remember two years ago, we we kept on saying that, oh, you guys got to go back home and like, you know, do some, um, go to your families and ask them questions about where you guys came from and all this stuff like that. This is a new assignment this season. We're going to have to figure out what promises have been made, mom and dad. What promises have been made, you know, what, it, what, what has been spoken upon our, upon our family. Because the thing is that we are taking it by force. We are declaring warfare in this season right now upon every word. If there is a word upon this ground of fruitfulness, we are taking that word for ourselves. We are taking that word for ourselves. But with this word, we cannot be too comfortable. Because a lot of times I see the reason why many of us do not think about this and think about possessing the land, of thinking about all these words is because we are comfortable. You see, in, in Scripture, what happens is that God says this to, Mo, uh, to Abraham. He says in Genesis 15, 13 to 16, we can open the scripture, Genesis 15, 13 to 16, uh, God proclaims a word upon the future generations of Abraham, who we also, who we will know, uh, know to be the children of Israel. It says in uh, uh, 15, 13 to 16, it says, um, know certainly, this is God speaking to Abraham, know certainly that your descendants will be strangers in a land that is not theirs and will serve them and they will afflict them for, hundred, for, a hundred, for, them for 400 years. So pause real quick. If we want to understand how the children of Israel got into Egypt, it was through Joseph. We know Joseph, the coat of many colors, right? At the time, Joseph was revered as a, high, as a, as a good man in the temple with Potiphar, and, and, they, and, and he was great. He's, he helped them with the whole famine, the whole situation. And so in a season, Joseph and his people are protected because they know this good about him, but I want us to realize that many of us may be in a season where we are protected and we feel good and we're all great, but there's still been a word spoken beforehand. And let it be a promise. You can't break that. A promise with God? So imagine Joseph is in a position making a way for his family and in a palace and in good life, but soon that same family will become a nation that will become slaves to another people in the same place that was supposed to bring him fruitfulness. This is the power of a word. This is the power of a word. And that's why we can't get comfortable because at some point, they were ruled for 400 years. His people were ruled for 400 years. And they got so comfortable being in that position because they never realized that the promise that was spoken, the word was spoken, was that there was a different land for them. So what is your promised land? Are you in your promised land? Are you really in your prom- Don't get comfortable. This is why we're possessing. Because the thing is that if you think that you're where you're supposed to be, you will think there's nothing to take control of. 
We're continually possessing because every, everywhere we walk, there is something that we can bind and there is something that we can lose. I was doing some research on Arlington about, about this city. And, 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 and back in the time, back in time when Arlington was first started, we, uh, Arlington was, uh, was known to be a place that was very fruitful and had really good land. So people would move here for, for, um, for, for farming and, and all this stuff. And I was like, so for me, if I'm looking at this history, there is a, a, a word spoken. There is a, there's an assumption that this land should be fruitful for me. So if this land is not fruitful for you, that's a problem because in the past, it's been fruitful. And if it's not fruitful for, you, fruitful for you, what changed? What changed? Why is it that you'll be in a job and they tell you, oh, you know, the, the statistics is that, oh, you know, after two to three years, you should get a promotion, you know. But what they don't tell you is that there may be a, and what you have to realize is that there may be a word spoken on the company that you're working for that people like you don't last more than two years. And it's beyond, it's beyond the CEO. It could be the CEO's father, the CEO's grandfather that has spoken a word that, you know, we're never going to hire people like this. That what's keeping them at this position? You keep on failing a class and you're wondering why is it that every time I encounter this professor, because he has spoken a word upon his class every single year. If I get students like this, they won't pass my class. Oh, man, we're... Pre- <laughs> We're possessing that. We're breaking it. Because this is not just to possess what is ours, but also to come and possess what we need a reversal for. Right? We are taking it by force. It's a reversal. You know, even as I was thinking about this message, God really was opening up my eyes because when he was telling me that you can't be too comfortable. We, we, a lot of us have been programmed to be comfortable because of our parents. We've been programmed to be comfortable, and I can't blame them because many, many of us, and some people, maybe you are here as an international student, um, this is going to be a wake-up call for you to realize this, but for me, my parents came into this country 20-something years ago, and here's the thing, they looked around and nobody looked like them. Nobody talked the same language as them. Nobody prayed like them. The jobs were different. They didn't necessarily have all the qualifications for the job, so they just took any job. But I'm looking at a bunch of people in this room. We look around and there's people that look just like us, that pray just like us, that have some education on them. And my thing is that my parents didn't have enough backing of what we, what we want to call possessing the land. There wasn't enough of us. But I'm looking at us right now and there's enough of us. And God is telling me and has been telling me for the past two weeks that enough of us being spies in the land. Oh, God. Enough of us being spies in the land because here's the thing. We've looked long enough. We've accepted the culture long enough. We understand the lingo long enough. We are in it. We are taking the jobs in the country. Hey, we can't be comfortable because here we're supposed to possess this land. Don't get too comfortable because your parents didn't do it. They didn't have enough people that would rock out about like them. (laughs) They didn't have enough people that were willing to, to, to stay up for some night vigils. They didn't have enough people that were willing to come to some deeper nights. It was only 10 of them, but guess what? We have over 100, 200 people gathering ready to possess this land. So my thing is that I want us to take advantage of the next 21 days because we are on a corporate fire right now. We are on a corporate understanding. Here's the thing. We speak the same lingo. We understand the lingo. We don't know if this is our promised land, but guess what? We know that we have something in common, so we got to possess this land.
Some of us, we work in the same jobs, same places of work. Oh, if there's two of y'all in the same place, that's one person that you got. We're going to take over this place. We're going to take, no, no, no more do we divide ourselves, oh Lord. No more do we compete with ourselves. Because here's the thing, don't start looking at somebody because maybe they look like they're in their promised land and you're like, God, I want to get there. Honey, calm down. You're not where you're supposed to be yet. You are just a pawn in the wilderness. You're on the way to the promised land. Everybody's promised land going to look different. But here's the thing. This is where we come together. When we look at scripture over time, we see that the reason why, one of the main, main reasons why the Israelites were in, in, in bondage for so long was because God was growing them into a big enough nation. Because here's the thing. God, God needs to grow us when it comes to possessing the land. So if it's just, if he just did, if he just did something with Joseph, it may not have been enough firepower. And that is why we are possessing the land and setting the standard, amen? We are setting the standard because we want everyone to know all around that you either with us or against us. You either with us or against us because there's enough of us to do this. Not all of us live in Arlington. Not all of us live in Fort Worth. Not all of us live in Dallas. Some of us live in other places, McKinney, Plano, Mesquite, everywhere. That's land. That's land. And here's the thing. We have a focal point to come to to get recharged. So if you're questioning if you have fire, there's fire in this room. And so if you need to come here every single Sunday, if you need to come here every single day this week to get some fire, to go back to where you need to go to possess that land, trust me, you got the firepower here. There's a lot of walls of Jericho's that are going to come down in the next 21 days. And I don't want us to, to just do this because we are just doing this. No, no, no. We are fully possessing this land. I was telling the first service that there's some people in here that are like, you know, you're talking about, you're talking about words being spoken. And you're talking about all these things and, you know, possessing what is ours and, and everything like that. But what if there's been a negative word spoken upon my life? What if there's a negative promise upon me? I'm here to encourage you that God makes an exception. There's an exception that you can tap into in the next 21 days. Jesus was an exception. Everybody knows who Rahab was, right? Rahab was an exception. God said what? Destroy everyone in the land, but because she was loyal. Some of us are loyal to God. Our family may not have been loyal, but we are loyal to God. So, God, I'm the exception. Make me the exception. I know they didn't serve you. I know they didn't do all that stuff, but let me be the exception because I'm loyal to you. Many of us in the next 21 days, we're going to be picking up mantles that our fathers dropped. Mantles don't die. Mantles don't disappear. And I want you to realize if you don't do what's now or never, but still I pray this, that we have to say we're ready to go. Because if we aren't ready to go, God's going to skip us and go to the next generation. If you're wondering if you're prepared, stop wondering. You have a back end. Stop wondering if I'm ready. Don't worry about if you're ready. Pick it up. You ain't got to know everything. Moses didn't know everything. Ezekiel didn't know everything. We are picking up mantles in the season, and we can't make excuses anymore. We cannot make excuses anymore. God said to the Israelites, go in and spy on the land and see what's there. They came back scared and afraid, and he said, okay, cool. If y'all ain't ready, I'll make sure I'm going to wipe every single person out that is in this generation so I can get a fresh one. 
that can be in alignment with me. That's something she prayed. We are trying to be in alignment with God's purpose because we don't know what's next. Can, can we just be really honest? We don't know what's next. We don't know what's going to happen in the next five years. We don't know what's going to happen in the next ten years. We don't know where we're going to be. You think you're still going to be here? We don't know. We do not know. Many of us, many of us are foreigners in this country. Let's be real. Even if you were born here, you're from foreign ground. And realize you are called to possess this land. And that's why we say possessing because possessing is a statement of continuous, like continuity. And so you're here now, but you may not be here now in a year. But while I'm here, I'm going to get everything I need to be sustainable, to be successful, to be unique, to be distinct. I'm going to get everything. I'm not going to sit here and be a pass away and be a pass by while God is doing things for other people. We have a lot of research to do. A lot of us, we've been too content with the situations that are happening in our life right now when really we have, we have mansions, we have things that have our name on it, but somebody's occupying the position. We're too comfortable waiting for the raise. <laughs> Demand it. Demand it in the spirit. A lot of us are going to have to grow spiritually because we have been, we've been too cute waiting for, 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 for what, do we, what do we call it? Um, what, what do they call this thing again? Waiting for, I forgot, bro, what do they call it? Huh? No, not waiting for promotion. No, it's okay. It's, it's lost. It's lost. <laughs> no, but we, we, we've been too comfortable waiting for, for just something to, 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 to pave the way for us, waiting for, for some higher power to, to, to just figure things out for us. You know, I'm going I'm to wait and see what happens. We can't wait and see what happens because the reality is this. If you are in this place, if there's 20 people that are doing here, if there's 20 people that are, that are doing uh, uh, businesses, and here's the thing, and all of them are succeeding except for you, you better go to warfare right now. There has to be prayer upon that because there's something in this land that they're benefiting off of that I've been exempted from. So God put me into it. I want to be a part of it. Even the land, we, we see even the land of, of, of we know them as uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. What, 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 what do the scriptures say that they were above, excel, excelled, excellent, above all their counterparts in a foreign land? So our standard is not to be a part of the status quo. Our standard is that we're supposed to be taking over. Too long we focused on taking over in the educational department, taking over in the hair department, taking over in all social department. No, no, no. We need to take over in the spiritual department now. There's enough of us to take over in the spiritual department. We are the gatekeepers for right now. And here's the thing. When we leave, we're going to pass it on to the person next to us. Because here's the thing, this is a generational gatekeeping right now. We're not letting the mantle fall again. So in the next few weeks, we're taking position. We're in attack mode. We are possessing this land. So let's pray. Come on, stand up real quick. We're going to pray real quick. The number one thing I want us to pray for, I prayed this in the first service, but in order for us to truly be possessing the land, there has to be an equipping. An equipping. What do we need to be equipped with? There's some things that are specific for your battle. Is your battle in the business field? Is your battle in, in the hospital? Is your battle 
in school? Is your battle in a relationship? Whatever the situation is, there is specific equipping of skills that are needed for that battle. So I want us to pray right now that God, even as I am possessing the land, equip me to possess the land. Equip me for possessing the land. Equip me, Heavenly Father. God, I want to hear y'all pray. Come on. God, equip me for possessing. Equip me for possessing. Equip me for possessing. Equip me for possessing, Heavenly Father God. Equip me for possessing. For some of us, we're going to need boldness. We're going to need boldness to address some things. We can't be cute anymore. When it comes to possessing, you don't have to look at the face of the person. You don't have to look at anything. We can't be sympathetic when it comes to possessing. God, I'm possessing. I'm possessing with boldness. I'm possessing with order. I'm possessing, Heavenly Father God. Lord, equip me with strategy. God, give me the strategy for possessing. I don't want to just walk into a battle with no game plan. God, so give me the game plan for possessing. Give me the game plan for possessing. For some of us, we're going to need a capacity because we're going to be breaking altars. So, Heavenly Father God, give me capacity. Capacity when it comes to breaking every altar. Give me capacity, Heavenly Father God, to tarry in the secret place. Oh Lord, for some of us, we're going to need favor because we're going to be talking to some CEOs. We're going to be talking to some business. We're going to be making some business deals. So God, give me favor. Give me favor. For some of us, we're going to need a supernatural Holy Spirit divination when it comes to speaking. So Holy Spirit, in the next 21 days, speak through me. Speak through me. Speak through me in the business room. Speak through me in the meetings. Speak through me in the hospitals. Oh Lord, I don't know what to say, but I ask you to help me. Help me to declare some things. Help me, Heavenly Father God, to be born in the business room. Oh God, equip me. Equip me for possessing. Equip me for possessing. Equip me for possessing, Heavenly Father. Equip me for possessing, Heavenly Father God. Equip me for possessing. One more prayer point that I want us to pray about. I want to give us context. To take this even deeper, the reason why we're praying this prayer is because a lot of us, we are struggling. A lot of us, we're going through some things. A lot of us, we may even be, here's the thing, there's a good side to us. A lot of us are living a great life, but there's still more in store for us. That's why I'm saying we can't be comfortable for some people who've been going through some attacks or some things haven't been working, the medical records are not the best, immigration situations that we, we have to take a different approach because we are breaking altars and it comes with an authority that we need for this. So right now we're going to ask for an authority, a divine authority. You see in scripture it says whatever you bound on earth bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. So we're asking for a divine authority in this season because right now we're not speaking cute. We're not speaking cute to the situations. When it's time to remove those things that have been occupying our position. We're not speaking cute to it. We're saying get out. Get out. That thing has my name on it. I take position. I take position. So God, Lord, I ask for authority. I ask for authority. I ask for authority. Jesus said I give you authority to trample over the demons. So right now we accept authority. For some of us, we're going to be a little bit out of character in the next 21 days, but that is what is needed for possessing. Oh God, I don't want it to be a my own. You take over. I want to be able to possess. I don't want to leave anything unheard. I don't want to leave anything said. God, I want to continue to possess. The last prayer point, one more, one more, trust me, one more. It just came to me as I was, I was praying. The last one that I want us to pray is very simple. There's an obedience that is required for possessing the land. In scripture, 
in scripture, what happens is that it, it, it says that God fulfilled his promises to the Israelites. He fulfilled all of his promises to the Israelites. But what happened? The Israelites did not possess all the land. You know why they didn't possess all the land? Because what was instructed of them, they disobeyed. So what happened is that God can promise us certain things. God could say that that thing has your name on it. Go and take it. But because of familiarity, because of comfortability, because we are we, we found with how it is, we can miss out. So right now, we're going to pray that God, whatever I'm supposed to possess, I will possess all of it. Give me, give me the heart to obey whatever you ask me to possess. Heavenly Father God, the obedience in possessing, I receive it. Lord, I leave no territory unmarked. Lord, I leave no territory unmarked. Mark. Every territory that has my name on it, I stand in it. I will stand in it. I will take position. I will take position. I take ownership of it. No longer does the position have my name on it, but I don't occupy it. So God, I leave no land with my name on it unattended. I possess it all. Lord, the spirit of obedience, the strength of obeying God, I receive it. I leave no territory unmarked. Every territory with my name on it. Every territory promised to my family. Every territory promised to my generations I take control every territory that my generations before missed out on I occupy I occupy I retrieve and I occupy I retrieve and I occupy I retrieve and I occupy every every land that was left in the past that my grandfathers my grandmothers my parents my family left unattended I go back and I retrieve it I go back and I retrieve it with full force with full authority with full force with full boldness with full obedience I retrieve it and I receive it it will have my name on it I will stand in the goodness I will stand in the promise I will stand in what has been promised to me I will stand in the fruitfulness I will stand and I will say must land have my name on it and now I occupy it no territory is not occupied so Heavenly Father you see your children here, whether online or in person, God. We are ready. Everybody say, we're ready. We are ready. We are ready. Heavenly Father, they're ready. I'm ready. We are ready. And so, God, for the next 21 days and further, we go into possessing. We go with full boldness, Heavenly Father, God. We go with full authority, Heavenly Father, God. Every promise, God, that you've spoken to our ancestors, God. The promises that you're going to speak to us, Heavenly Father, God. The land that may have not been picked up by our ancestors, Heavenly Father, God. We go back into retrieval mode. We pick up every mantle that has been dropped, Heavenly Father, God. We pick up every land that's been skipped over. Heavenly Father, God, we go back and we retrieve it. No land promised to us will be unmarked. God, we take command of every land that has our name on it, God, but someone is occupying, God. We even say, Heavenly Father, God, go ahead of us right now. The land that has an occupant on it but our name is on it God I pray Heavenly Father God make it uncomfortable for the person make it uncomfortable for the person in the job position that has our name on it make it uncomfortable for the person right now that is occupying our business oh make it uncomfortable for them they gotta go they gotta go Heavenly Father God make them disgruntled make them uncomfortable make them uncomfortable every land that has my name on it that they become too comfortable on God I pray Heavenly Father make it a little bit hard for them to stay there I say heavenly father from now they hear the voice of the lord and the voice of the lord says get up and leave get up and leave get up and leave heavenly father god upon every land 
Heavenly Father, we walk in this boldness and walk in this authority from now on, God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that your Holy Spirit equips each person, helps each person, Heavenly Father, God. We pray against sympathy. We pray against any uh, familiarity when it comes to occupying the, ter the territories, Heavenly Father, God. We pray, Heavenly Father, God, this step will be a step forward, Heavenly Father God, for the generations, our generations, Lord. We will not miss it, God. I pray, Heavenly Father God, in 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, even 100 years, God, our generations will not look back and say, ah, oh, if my mom and my dad, if my auntie would have really took it serious, I pray against that, Heavenly Father God. I pray, Heavenly Father, that our legacy starts now, God. So you are paving the way for an amazing legacy, God, that our children will look back and say, wow, my father had faith. Wow, my father tarried for us to live in the life that we're in wow look at the promised land that we stand in we say thank you god for using our father so lord we declare that upon us god a strength a strength heavenly father god to keep on going the last thing i want to do is in order for us to be in positioning of possessing the land you must first have a relationship with god you've heard all of us been saying oh possessing 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 the land but it takes a first a decision. God came to Abraham and said, I will give you a generation. That right there was an establishing of a relationship. So right now, I want all of us to just close our eyes. And if there's anyone in here that wants to rededicate their life or come into relationship with God, I just want you to raise your hand. If you're online, just type in saved in the, in, the, in the chat box. Because in order for us to truly go on this walk of possessing what is ours, to reap the fruitfulness of the land, to reap the fruitfulness of our family, we have to first have a relationship with God. Who's going to guide us on this journey? Who will guide you if you don't have a relationship? Who will guide you if you don't have a relationship with God? So if that's you, just, just, just put your hand up. And I want you to say this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Help me to know you better. As I accept you today, take over my heart and dwell in me. Forgive me of my old ways and help me to change into the person that you want me to be. I love you, Lord, and I proclaim that you are my God. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we just make some noise for God right now? Thank you for tuning in to the Gap Church Podcast. We hope this message blessed you. If you made that choice to give your life to Christ, congratulations. We celebrate you. Thank you so much and have a blessed week.